Welcome to Today on Broadway for Friday, November 1st, 2019. I am Broadway World's Matt Tamanini. And I am Broadway star's James Marino. James, uh, happy All Saints Day, something I'm sure that mm -hmm. is a very important holiday for you. Um, I don't believe that it is November. This seems ridiculous to me. It seems like we were just getting ready for Tony season like a week ago. Uh, I don't I mean, time flies when you're having fun, I suppose. But it seems very odd that we are already in the second to last month of this decade. Well, now that you put it like that, I'm all, I'm all stressed. <laughs> all stressed sorry. Out, you know? sorry, not sorry. Yeah. Uh, well, you know, speaking of sorry, not sorry, uh, I am very sorry about offloading our national nightmare to you. Oh, no. Why? What? What happened? Oh, uh, Trump has decided uh, he is no longer living in New York. He's taking permanent residence in Florida. Oh, FFS. Giving new meaning to Florida man blank. <laughs> I mean, I'm from Ohio. I don't claim. Yeah. Well, you. I know that you're in Florida for the tax reasons, as is Trump. Yeah. Right. The, the tax haven is great. The tax haven. <laughs> when you're bringing in bringing in those billions of dollars it uh, it certainly helps me yeah exactly and uh you know what else helps uh patreon.com slash broadway radio oh yes or broadwayradio.com slash patreon either oh yeah either one is it is it both yeah, yeah. Oh, you know, uh, Ashley and I talk about that. I screwed it up once a couple of weeks ago, and rather than fix it in the audio, I, I made the website redirect to it. <laughs> <laughs> Even better. That's perfect. All right, good. Patreon.com slash Broadway Radio, BroadwayRadio.com slash Patreon. Either one, six of one, half dozen of another. It can all get you to the place where you can help us set up offshore bank accounts to hide all of our excess income. Yes, and uh, talk to your financial advisor, but uh, donations made to Broadway Radio through Patreon are not tax deductible. Oh, okay. Well, that's I didn't know that. Yeah. There you go. All right. What do we have up first in show and casting news? <laughs> We've got a lot of stuff here, James, so I'm going to run through it. Feel free to jump in. I'll ask you about some of them. But yesterday, James, we got news about who would be closing down the diner on Broadway as the producers of Waitress announced that they would be bringing back not Sarah Bareilles, but Catherine McPhee to end the show's Broadway run. As I think I was talking with Ashley about this uh, a week or two ago, um, Jordan Sparks' run in the show ends on November 24th, and we're going to get back to Jordan Sparks in a second. But Sarah Bareilles' concert tour ends in Atlanta two days later on November 26th, which is two days before Thanksgiving. So it was always going to be difficult for her to be able to close out the show, especially because you want um, a name to be there for the whole holiday run. You don't want somebody you know, you know, to come in just for the Thanksgiving week and then Sarah Bareilles to come in because that would be losing some opportunities to sell tickets. So this seems like it makes the most sense, especially uh, because Kat got such great reviews in London and on Broadway, and she sold pretty well uh, in, in both New York and in the UK, too. So this seems like the next best option saves Sarah. She will be, of course, replacing, as I mentioned earlier, her fellow American Idol alum, Sparks, um, and uh, then Kat will be finishing out the show on January 5th. While that will be the end of the musical on the main stem, I'm not 100% sure that it will be the end of the show's time in New York, as I've teased multiple times over the past six months or so. Uh, I don't know anything to be sure, but it would be a whole new world on stages 
if uh, we saw Waitress somewhere else in New York in the uh, in the near future. But uh, also, James, speaking of, of Jordan Sparks again, did you happen to see the video that Broadway.com did of Jordan singing She Used to Be Mine? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. It was amazing. She's so good. Um, I know she played Nina on Broadway and in the Heights, um, and now she's back doing this. I, I know she's got a young child. I think she lives out out west um and and still has a music career but would love to see her do some other stuff because she's just got an absolutely unbelievable voice i couldn't agree with you more uh just and that's why we have airplanes yes and airbnbs and uh short-term rentals uh (laughs) all right so let's move on next up yesterday it was announced that the winner of not one not two not three not four but five 2018 New York Musical Festival or Nymph Awards and a finalist for last year's Richard Rogers Award, Emoji Land, the musical, will be moving off Broadway this coming winter. Starring Queen Leslie Margarita and Josh Lehman from The Prom, the show will play The Duke on 42nd Street from January 9th through March 8th. Additional counsel- ca- uh, casting will be announced later. I'm going to get back to Emoji Land here, James, but we just got some breaking news. Um, it appears, according to, and the reason I want to stop and talk about it here, because it is waitress-related. Um, it appears, according to the Waitress London uh, social media feeds, there will be a big casting announcement coming on Monday. Uh, I would think that if Sarah can't do Broadway... You might see her in London. That would be my guess. I, I literally have nothing. I, I just saw this pop up. So that's going to be my guess. Maybe she takes Gavin Creel with her. That's my guess. Um, literally just popped up in my feed. So I have no insights other than Sarah and Gavin. I would not be surprised if that ends up being them. Anyway, according to the press notes, James, quote, Emoji Land is an electric ensemble piece about a diverse community of archetypes who take one another at face value. When a software update threatens to destroy life as they know it, Emoji Land <laughs> faces the most fundamental questions a society and a heart can face. Who are we and who matters? James, you know all about software updates. Have you ever thought that a software update forced you to answer the fundamental questions of society. Who are we and who matters? Every day. Every I would single ima- day. I would imagine software ups, updates lead to many, many existential questions for you. They do. My yeah. life is watching progress bars. That's what I yeah. tell people. Oh, uh, the spinning wheel of death kills me. Oh, so bad. All right. Sticking off Broadway. Yesterday, we learned that the world premiere production of On That Day in Amsterdam that was supposed to begin performances off Broadway from primary stages today has been postponed. A statement from the company reads, quote, our mission, first and foremost, is to serve and support the people and the plays under our roof. It has become clear that our goal for On That Day in Amsterdam has not been met and that as a result, the play's potential is not yet fully realized. While we do not take lightly the decision to postpone a production, it is essential that we regroup and reflect on how to best serve the artists and our mission moving forward and for us to present Clarence Koo's play at a later date. Now, James, uh, I don't want to get too much in there because it's all unsubstantiated, but the rumors uh, and the rumblings about this have, uh, indicate that it might not have been a very good working situation for some of the people involved. Uh, and I'm sure if that's true, we will hear more at a later date in the future. Um, so as difficult as I'm sure that this decision was for everybody involved at primary stages, it, if what the rumors are have been true, it is probably for the best. Um, if you did have tickets to see the show, you can contact your point of purchase for a refund 
Nick, go ahead. No, no, no. I was just going to say that uh, that uh, there is lo- lots of rumors out there that this is never going to happen now. Uh, that I don't know about. Um, I just know that there were some – I don't know this. I've just heard that there were some interpersonal issues that were probably not leading to a positive and productive or potentially even safe working environment. All right. So next up, something more exciting. Yesterday, it was announced that To Kill a Mockingbird will open at the West End's Gielgud Theater in May of 2020. I believe that we had talked about this before. Maybe uh, even Riedel had teased it, but it had not yet been confirmed. James, I, I do wonder, one, how this show will play differently. It's such an American classic. Will it play differently in the U.K.? Who will be playing Atticus? Jeff Daniels, I think you and I actually talked about this before, and Jeff Daniels um, could obviously do it. He's a big enough star to go across the pond. He is getting ready to play James Comey in a CBS miniseries when his Broadway run in the show is done. It is set to start filming this month, and it's a four-part miniseries. So I guess he could probably have that done in time to go over and rehearse and begin performances of the show in May. Uh, But taking him out of the equation, James, perhaps somebody British, do you have any names that jump out at you as a potential Atakai? Hugh Grant. You know, I don't know if that's a joke or not, but that's actually not a terrible idea. I think This is the only British name I knew, so I just threw it out there. (laughs) Ukraine, the only British name you knew. Uh, 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 don't say, don't say Margaret Thatcher. She's dead. No, no. I, I was trying to think of the uh, the princes, uh, Harry and William. You know, but they're tied up. Yeah. Could be. Uh, let's Could see be. who else is British. Uh, Austin Pendleton. No, he's not British. Uh, he sounds. <laughs> That's the most random name to throw out there. Austin Pendleton. <laughs> Yeah. Okay. All right. Sure. <laughs> no, but, but I was saying about uh, Jeff Daniels playing Comey. You know, he. I don't. I, th- I don't think he can get. You know, get back from that. You know, he's he's got to be tall to play Comey. So I don't. I think Jeff Daniels is pretty tall. Yeah, but not Comey tall. Jeff Daniels is six three. I mean, that's Comey's I, like I, six seven, six seven, six eight. Something. James Comey is six eight. I mean, yeah. I mean, he can wear platforms. That's fine. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And put him on an Apple box. First yeah. time in his career. He yeah, seriously. It doesn't happen often when you're 6'3". <laughs> yeah, exactly. All right, uh, James, this is not uh, – this was originally going to be the final story in this section, but we had another piece of breaking news right when we were getting started. But the second the, – the penultimate story, yesterday the Public Theater announced the full lineup for the 16th annual Under the Radar Festival for, uh, coming to New York from January 8th. Through the 19th, the event will include artists from across the U.S. and around the world, including Australia, Chile, China, Japan, Mexico, Palestine, Taiwan, and the U.K. It will feature work from Laurie Anderson, Alicia Harris, Nick Payne, and others. We will have a complete rundown and more information in the show notes. I saw a ton of people talking about a a number of different things uh, in this festival, but being really excited. So, uh, head over to the public's website and get tickets. And we have that, that complete rundown there for you. Uh, but now the, the, this bit of news that came from, uh, Baz Bama boy shortly before we started recording, uh, Baz Bama boy of the London daily news. It appears that the, uh, final performances from the concert version of Les Miserables that took the place of the actual production at the Queens Theater, newly redubbed the Stephen Sondheim Theater while they were renovating uh, that theater, will be broadcast on UK and Irish cinema screens. 
uh, of course, that means that it will eventually end up here, too. That production stars uh, original Marius Michael Ball as Javert, Alfie Bow, who's done this in a different concert already. Matt uh, Alfie Bow plays uh, Jean Valjean. Matt Lucas, is, who played Tenardier in the 25th anniversary concert with Alfie Bow, is also involved. Carrie Fletcher plays Fontaine. Um, so it, it looks like this is going to be uh, uh, coming to the UK live on December 2nd. There will be an album and DVD release in early of 2020 and the stage concert uh, will tour the UK and overseas. I don't know if that means the US or not uh, late 2020 and into 2021. Obviously there's already a tour of Les Miserables touring the North American uh, region now. So we'll see what happens with that. But I feel like we've already got like seven filmed concerts of Les Miserables. I mean, I'm all for another one. That's fine. I think Alfie Bo's amazing. So I'll take another one. But do we really need I think this would have to be at least the third, if not the fourth. Right, James? Yeah, I think that uh, next year, uh, Taylor Mac's going to do them all in a 24 hour rep. <laughs> Doing all the parts. Yeah. Exactly. Well, all the all the filmed concerts one after the other you know right well especially because those have all of the special appearances they often have yeah. uh, at the very end i've actually you know you were joking of <coughs> of taylor mack of course but i i really want to do a production of les miserables in a tiny tiny theater with like nine people and have them play all the parts you know who you uh, should send that up to you should send that up to um uh, who 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 wrote, wrote great comment? He's totally eluded me. We've talked to him a few times. Uh, 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 Dave Malloy. Dave Malloy. So Dave Malloy uh, did a uh, like like a, a teeny Miss Saigon like uh, with five, oh did he five or six people and oh, and, wow. and there, it's on YouTube. It's hysterical. Oh, I'm gonna have to check that out. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, yeah. So Dave Malloy could probably uh, figure out a, a, a teeny uh, Les Mis. That'd be I love great. it. Yeah. yeah. All right, James, let's close out the show. I've got a few recommendations here. Obviously, we are recording on Halloween night. And if you haven't seen Mean Girls on Broadway or now on tour, the company has released a complete performance video from the song that takes place on Halloween, Sexy, performed by Kate Rockwell. Um, I, I have to tell you that I, with all due respect to Lindsay Mendez, I adore Lindsay Mendez. With all due respect, Kate Rockwell should have won the Tony for Best Featured Actress in a Musical in 2018. If for nothing else than her performance in this song, she is fantastic. She is hilarious. I know a lot of people don't love the score of Mean Girls. I think this song is brilliant. Um, so if you do not like this song, please never talk to me again. Uh, I, <laughs> uh, I will have a Whatever. Link. Don't be extreme now. You know? <laughs> I'm just saying, not a prisoner of the moment. Uh, but it's so funny. It's so good. It's so smart. I, I love Nell Benjamin's lyrics here. Um, so check that out. And then we also have uh, the first look video highlights from the new musical At Juliet coming from uh, the, the London's West End. Uh, this is the... Is it At Juliet or Aunt I'm sorry, Juliet. Aunt Juliet. Aunt Juliet. I got my ampersand and yeah. at symbol confused. Um, 
uh, and Juliet. It's it's a takeoff of Romeo and Juliet, kind of blending a little bit of like what they were doing in Tootsie with rewriting uh, Romeo and Juliet, and then a little bit of like Shakespeare and love kind of stuff. But then it also includes uh, modern pop songs. Really, really cool. Um, I, I really enjoyed watching the minute or two of highlights here. So check that out. And then uh, finally, not to be outdone. The one and only Kristen Chenoweth said, I will take your one or two minutes of highlights and instead give you 20 minutes of rehearsal footage. Uh, she is currently getting ready to do her new concert special for the girls at the Nederlander Theater from November 8th through the 17th. And uh, earlier this week, or maybe it was uh, on on Thursday, I'm not exactly sure when it happened. She did an open press rehearsal and gave 20 minutes of content, uh, including featuring songs from Judy Garland and Trisha Yearwood and others. Um, so if you love you some Cheno, we've got 20 minutes of you to watch here in the show notes. And, uh, I mean, I feel like she probably gave like a third or a quarter of her show away, but that's fine. It'd still be great to see her in person. Miss Yearwood. Yes. Miss Yearwood. Yeah, that's good. You know, Mr. Yearwood calls her Miss Yearwood. Yes, 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 he does. does. Good old, good old Chris Gaines. (laughs) I will not take, I will not take any slander. Mm-hmm. Against uh, the life and times of Chris Gaines, the I don't even know what you call it, the alternate personality album yes. by Garth Brooks. It is a fantastic album. I think I tweeted about this about a few months ago. It is a great album. And I don't understand why people didn't like it. I didn't like it. Yes, it was weird that Garth Brooks was doing a not Garth Brooks album and making it like it's a greatest hit. But I feel like if he would have done that today, it would have been the biggest thing in the world. I love that album. It came out the summer before I started college, and I still remember. It's so good. Check it out. The Life of Chris Gaines, I believe is what it's called. Uh, you know who advised uh, Garth on that? I do not. Who? Is that Mitt Romney. Yeah. You know, the alternate personality thing. You know. Did you did you see his one of his grandsons went as Pierre, whatever his name <laughs> yeah. was, as Halloween? That's yeah. pretty funny. I mean, that's pretty good. When that's your grandkids funny. can give you some crap on uh, your, your uh, burner twitter account that's pretty good oh you ever watch uh rob Lowe's son troll him on instagram I, I i mean i don't follow them but i've heard about it and i've seen it it's pretty good too i mean look i'm all for offspring and offspring's offspring trolling their famous uh you know parents and grandparents i think that's very good keep them humble and uh, remind them who their money is going to go to when they die I, i'm at the point where my children don't acknowledge in public that i'm related to them so <laughs> let alone on social media yeah on social media i'm <laughs> blocked you're blocked i'm yeah. blocked on social media <laughs> probably safe for that yeah and for uh, you and them. No. back to our our uh, story that we were talking about chenoweth uh so chrissy uh, and, and richard alexander have been making the rounds uh have you been seeing them as showing up at uh with a freestyle love supreme the other night I did not see them. No, I didn't. But uh, I, I know Richard J is um, always as much of a presence as the people he's working with. Richard J Alexander is the director. He was also a longtime director for Les many. Well, yes, many divas. Barbara Streisand. He's her director. Uh, Bernadette Peters as well. Bette Midler. But he was the associate director of Les Miserables. Um, also, maybe the co-director, assistant director of, of Miss Saigon. Uh, he kind of ran those productions for years after they were open, but he is a, a big personality just as Cheno is. And close personal friend of uh, 
birthday my, boy. Yeah, my, my boss. Uh, the birthday boy. So happy birthday, Rob Diamond. I'm sure he's listening right now. Absolutely. Listens yeah. live. He's a patron. <laughs> I find that very hard. <laughs> All right, Matt, why don't you get us out of here? All right. Thanks for listening to Today on Broadway. Follow us on Facebook and Twitter at Broadway Radio. And you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at BWW Matt. <laughs> and my name is James Marino from BroadwayRadio.com or BroadwayStars.com. I also want to thank people and remind people that uh, a handful of you went over to uh, Facebook and to iTunes and left us great reviews. It's really important, as I mentioned the other day. Um, we'd love to get some new, fresh, uh, uh, positive ratings on Facebook to, uh, to uh, you know, kind of let people know that uh, we're not all the bad, negative things that some people wrote about us this summer. So. <laughs> and sorry, uh, yes. I, I'm sorry. I didn't. I didn't mean anyone else to see those things I wrote, James. Well, you know, you know, you're writing under your brother's pseudonym. You know, <laughs> I don't even have Facebook. So, uh, so thanks for spending some of your Friday with us. And um, Monday, Matt will be back with Ashley on Monday. Do you know? I believe so. Yes, Matt and Ashley on Sunday this week on Broadway with uh, Michael Portantier and Peter Felicia, and uh, we'll talk to you then. 